Podcast. I am so glad that you are all joining me today wherever you are in this world and I hope that you are doing okay. Well, 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 we all know that a lot has happened since the last time we spoke, you know. There was a coup, an attempted coup on the U.S. government essentially and a bunch of domestic terrorists pulling up to the Capitol trying to do damage. But, you know, I don't want to really discuss that right now. I want to discuss something completely different and just we could all put our minds on something different for however long this podcast will be, 25 to 30 minutes. Just put our minds on something else because, you know, the stench that really reeked from mm, from those riots, you know, ass, cheeks, gooch, grease, you know. So we're not, ugh, absolutely disgusting. So we're not going to discuss that right now. But what we will be discussing today in this episode is celebrity culture. And I will try to answer the question, is the age of the celebrity over? So celebrities, celebrity culture, and fame have always intrigued me personally. So there is a point in time where I thought, wow, I think it would be cool to be famous. I mean, shoot, if King Batch could be famous for being funny. Sorry, that it was hard to utter those words. I, um, <laughs> but anyways, I was like, it would be cool to be famous. But, you know, those days are gone, my friend. Long gone. I feel like there is a lot that gets sacrificed when one reaches a level of fame. And that thing oftentimes is authenticity, relatability, and honestly, a grip on reality. I started to observe celebrity culture earlier this year during the pandemic or like during the beginning of the pandemic. And I recently read a few articles about um, celebrity culture in general. Some articles, including one by the New York Times called Celebrity Culture is Burning, claimed that the Imagine video led by actress Gal Gadot was the catalyst for the fall of celebrity culture. If you don't know about this video, I'll do you a favor of describing it so that you don't have to watch because no. So in this video, Gal Gadot gets videos of her and a bunch of celebrities who most of you, who most of them, mind you, can't sing. Some of these celebrities include Jimmy Fallon, Zoe Kravitz, Will Ferrell, Kristen Wiig, Sia, Cara Delevingne, Kaya Gerber, Maya Rudolph, so on and so forth. And they have an absolutely brilliant idea of how to keep us in the right state of mind during a global pandemic. And this idea is to serenade us with the song Imagine by John Lennon. So I recently watched it again. And on YouTube, it has 7.1K likes and 53,000 dislikes. I'll read you some of the comments very quickly. One comment states, imagine losing respect for 22 celebrities in three minutes. <laughs> we don't really <laughs> no need to imagine that because that's the reality. Um, another comment is, thank you, rich people. Corona is no more. Another comment is, the most overpaid people on the planet sings about a lack of possessions. 
Another comment reads, all the hypocrisy aside, the singing is horrendous. And I have to agree on this one. But hey, Gal Gadot did say that she wanted to unite people. And one comment with more likes than the actual video states, I actually feel more unified knowing people dislike this. So when I saw this um, rather horrendous um, <laughs> video at the beginning of the year, um, I was at a loss for words. Um, why would you singing when 98% when 98 of you were somehow flat and sharp at the same time, how is that going to help people during a global public health crisis and a recession? Sit with that for a second, celebrities. With this video, I started to think, you know what? Maybe celebrity culture is burning. Maybe the age of the celebrity is over. And then I continued along that path for a bit. I started to ask myself why I was following certain celebrities on Instagram and I couldn't give myself a sustainable answer. So I started unfollowing and I kept with this thought that the age of the celebrity was over for a bit. And then came the infamous tweet slash Instagram post from one of the most, if not the most notorious celebrity herself, Ms. Kim Kardashian West. On October 27th, 2020, Ms. West made a post which said, 40 and feeling so humbled and blessed. There is not a single day that I take for granted, especially during these times when we are all reminded of the things that truly matter. For my birthday this year, I couldn't think of a better way to spend it than with some of the people who have helped shape me into the woman I am today. Before COVID, I don't think any of us truly appreciated what a simple luxury it was to be able to travel and be together with family and friends in a safe environment. After two weeks, this is the most iconic part, after two weeks of multiple health screens and asking everyone to quarantine, I surprised my closest inner circle with a trip to a private island where we could pretend things were normal just for a brief moment in time. We danced, rode bikes, and swam near whales, kayaked, watched a movie on the beach, and so much more. I realized that for most people, this is something that is so far out of reach right now. So in moments like these, I am humbly reminded of how privileged my life is. Hashtag, this is 40. Wow, you know, um, let me just poke and prod at this for a moment or a few moments. This is what made you realize how privileged you are. Um, and hashtag, this isn't 40 for everybody. This is 40 for you, Kim. Um, and going back to the quote where she said that for most, this is something that is far out of reach right now. Kimberly. This is far out of reach for most of us, period. And something that is so telling about the pictures that she posted was that all of her family and friends weren't wearing any masks, but the essential workers who created this getaway weekend for her and made it possible were wearing masks to protect 
her closest circle and themselves. So I think that this kind of comes back to my point with like one thing about being a celebrity is that lack of touch with reality and with what people are going through right now and just within their daily lives. So I think another thing with celebrity culture and its relations with social media is that social media provides a space for celebrities to continue to grow their brand and amass wealth. But it seems to them to be a place where they can appear or attempt to be relatable. But I feel it's when celebrities try to be relatable. I feel it's that moment when they are hurting their image. The gag is you're not like us and you never will be again. They say, we're just normal people. But then again, normal people don't have almost 200 million followers on different social media platforms. Your taste of normalcy is nothing like the average person's. The reason why you're famous is because your experience is so different from the rest of other people's. Another reason you're famous is because sometimes there is an illusion that others can have this life that few and far between ever will. This illusion disappears when that attempt to relate really shows the real differences and experiences that we have in day-to-day life. So therefore, you know, social media can be a tool. It could be a double-edged sword in a sense. You could promote yourself even more. You could promote this life of luxury, these different things. But then again, when you try to appear relatable, that disconnect, that distance between you and the people who make you famous, your fans, it grows even larger. So is celebrity culture burning and is the age of the celebrity over? Definitely not. There is something about living a life that is so different from the rest of ours that can amass, that can help aid in amassing a really large following. Although I believe celebrity culture is still alive and well, I think it is evolving. Although certain types of celebrities like singers, actors, and the Kardashians are more of the traditional types of celebrities, there are influencers who thrive off their alleged relatability. For instance, all of the relatable YouTubers, like for instance, Emma Chamberlain, I remember when she first came out with her videos on YouTube. I remember, I think when I started watching her, she had like 20,000 subscribers. I was like, wow, really found, everybody's like, wow, really found a gem, somebody who's relatable. And then she essentially started the whole relatable teen section of YouTube and kind of she I mean she definitely is a trailblazer in that and making people feel more comfortable to be themselves but then it kind of created a thing it's like everybody was doing the relatable editing and all of that everything was her like she was the blueprint for that so then it was kind of like are y'all relatable anymore Like, she's the one who survived that (laughs) time period. She was a trailblazer and she continues to make content to make people happy. But a lot of the people who 
gained a lot of subscribers during that point plateaued because it's like you're not really as relatable as we thought so and for instance on tiktok everybody knows charlie d'amelio she essentially got a hundred million subscribers in a little over a year like that's never been done before on any type of platform just amassing that many followers in such a short amount of time so a lot of these influencers who have made a name for themselves in addition to like emma chamberlain emma chamberlain and charlie d'amelio um they're gen zers um and they're like teenagers who have stepped into a new world oftentimes over a night of fame fortune and brand deals what makes the social media influencer a different type of celebrity is that their fame is obtainable to an extent or it has a veil of obtainability you know we all go to school and can vlog ourselves hanging out with friends or doing a TikTok dance so if we play the algorithms right or more like if we fit what the algorithm likes we too can be catapulted into this world of fame fortune and brand deals making tens of thousands of dollars per post so with this relatable social media influencer type celebrity still making people famous overnight left and right celebrity culture is not coming to an end anytime soon in my personal opinion but in another episode, I'll definitely have to talk about what type of person usually becomes famous overnight because there definitely is a type or a look for lack of better words. But yes, well, should I just get into that now? Yeah, let me get into it. So I'm going off script. I wrote a script because I was like interrupting myself a lot in the earlier podcast. Like it's like stream of consciousness before, but then sometimes I'm like, baby you need to calm down because it's like one thought was coming in over another over another but hey off script now (laughs) off script there's a certain type of person who becomes famous on social media usually from the caucus mountains not a person who has melanin they are melanin deficient right right very conventionally beautiful slightly quirky have a dash of personality algorithm goes wild maybe use a little bit aave and if y'all don't know what aav is it is african-american vernacular english everybody's like no that's just stan language that's just twitter language no no I digress, I digress. It's a lot of people who benefit off of the trends created by people of color and like black and brown people, but they come in a different package, you know, a more, they just come in a different package and the algorithm likes that better. And people are like, how can an algorithm prefer one thing over another? I mean, somebody needs to program the algorithm what do what does that person like to see do they usually watch plc creators if they don't yeah if they don't then it's not going to help them and even if you put out some of the best content it's harder for 
it seems like it's harder for people of color to come up on these types of apps, but you could have like 20 Emily's all making absolute bank, you know? But I digress. I'm not going to get fully into that. So yeah, different types of celebrities rising, but usually it's a certain type of person who gets to reach almost a celebrity status. And you do see kind of a an intertwining or what's it called? A mashup, uh, a crossover event happening when you have these social media influencers and the more traditional celebrities coming together. For instance, one thing that really interests me is that friendship between Kourtney Kardashian and Addison Rae. Cause I just see them like everywhere sometimes. And it's like, who would have thought, you know, cause Courtney's a whole mother of like, I don't know how many kids. And like, I'm the same age as Addison Ray, or at least am I? Is she 19? This is what happens when I go off script. It don't matter. She is around the same age, but I'm like, what? It's just very interesting that those types of relationships and it's like they both help each other in a sense thrive and grow audiences so there's definitely a crossover moment where they're starting to meld in but there definitely are two different types of celebrities in that sense so yeah um I'll have to get more into what makes a celebrity in a different episode if y'all want to talk with me about that DM me on Instagram or most of you who listen, you have my phone number. So text me, call me, FaceTime me. Let's talk. So um, now onto the first segment of the TOV podcast, we have the song of the week. So the song of the week this week is Good Days by SZA. I mean, are you surprised? I feel like this one is pretty much self-explanatory. I feel like everybody's kind of been fiending for this song ever since the end of the um, Hit Different music video when did I make this a song of the week? I think I mentioned it, but it hasn't been in like the spotlight spotlight. But on this podcast, it's been the spotlight period, but not on this podcast. Um, But it's been everywhere. And oh, man, I'm good that it's everywhere because this song is everything. And just the first verse hits. So I'll read you some of the lyrics, even though you probably know it. But when SZA says, good day in my mind, safe to take a step out, get some air now let your edge out too soon i spoke you be heavy in my mind can you get the heck out i need rest now got me bummed out and i felt that heavily because sometimes even if like i'm i'm not talking about a person just myself sometimes i be having i'll have a great day or i wake up and i'm like wow i'm at peace nothing's on my mind right now I'm not overthinking for once and then intrusive thought and that intrusive untrue thought literally stays with me 
for such a long time, like days. And I'm just like agonizing over it. I'm like, oh no. And then that's when the scenarios come. You're like, what if this happens? Or what if this happens? But um, one thing that I learned in abnormal psychology, if anybody else has this issue with intrusive thoughts or just overthinking, um, that there's this thing called thought action fusion where sometimes one equates thoughts to actually doing something and it distresses you to that point where you're like oh my gosh I'm a horrible person but remember our thoughts do not equate to our actions just because you think now or like you have this one intrusive thought does not make it true you know yeah just because you think it doesn't mean that it happened or will happen just calm down just recognize yeah the thought happened but it's just a thought. Keep it pushing at the end of the day. All right. And on to the next segment of the T with V podcast. We have positivity with V. And within this segment, you know, I give y'all positive. Oh, excuse me. Positive affirmations throughout the week or a positive affirmation for you so that you could take it with you throughout the week. So today's positive affirmation is today. I walk positively into the newness of this year, able, ready, and equipped. I'm going to repeat that two more times. Today, I walk positively into the newness of this year, able, ready, and equipped. Today, I walk positively into the newness of this year, able, ready, and equipped. So, although I gave y'all, you know, an affirmation last week on going into the new year with, like, positivity and stuff like that, just a positive affirmation for 2021, I wanted to give another one because I've just been seeing a lot of stuff of people already giving up on 2021. I know that a lot has happened already within the first week, week and a half of this year, but that doesn't mean we have to throw it down the drain. A lot of the problems that we faced or that we're facing this year are ones that were present last year. So I feel as though with the experience that we've had last year, we could take that and use that to our advantage this upcoming year. And there's no need to throw this year down the drain. We still haven't finished the first month. We got, yeah, we essentially still have 12 months left. So, and I believe that there really is power in the tongue. In a sense, I don't want to speak negativity over the year. And I don't think anybody should either. We should just think positively and just try to do everything we can to make this a better year in any way, shape, or form, you know, for ourselves, for each other, and just make it a better year so we can have progress. Per. All righty. So, well, let me just say that one more time. So, I'll repeat it the affirmation for you one more time to take it with you throughout the rest of the week. Today, I walk positively into the newness of this year, able, 
ready, and equipped. Because, baby, you know what you are? You know what you are? Able, ready, and equipped. Mm. Alrighty, so that is it for this episode of Tea with V. To stay connected with the podcast, follow me on Instagram at Tea with V. That is spelled T-E-A-A-W-I-T-H-V. And if any of you would like to be on the podcast, contact me. Or if you have any suggestions about what you want me to talk about next, let me know. I hope you all have an amazing and a blessed week. And keep your head up. Bye.